What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. So excited for our guest, Jamie Case. How are you? Good. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So Jamie is in the animal welfare industry. She is the executive director at Gateway Pet Guardians. You can learn more about Gateway Pet Guardians, gatewaypets.org. Jamie and I met because, well, we're animal lovers, and she's doing a lot in the community for animals. And just the other day, we met and we had a discussion about what Gateway Pet Guardians, what they're doing. But we also talked about the struggle of your passion and being a mom. You also have two kids. Yep. A little girl named Ella and a little boy named Charlie. And it just was interesting to hear your take on what you're experiencing. So let's kind of do a quick recap of what's going on with you right now and what you're experiencing at home. Yeah. So we are um, my organization that I've been with for 10 years. So we started volunteering, my husband and I, um, and we got head over heels involved in the organization. I became the executive director 10 years ago. um, And it's an industry where, you know, you're always working constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, And we decided to start a family uh, five, five and a half years ago. And so we um, have a, a daughter and a son. Our youngest is two and a half. And within the last month, we have the rescue has uh, purchased a very large building. Um, Me as the ED, uh, I do have seven other staff members, but just added them recently. Um, We're undertaking this giant project. So um, I'm working a lot. And I and I, you know, the struggle that I, I may have said to you is like, I want to work a lot. Right. I'm kind of a workaholic. Um, like literally Googling it on my phone to see how I can help myself. Um, but I feel terrible because I, I want to work. It's my passion. I've worked towards this for 10 years of my life. And, you know, I want to be there every second of the day. And then so I'm juggling with how to manage that with two small children, five and a half and two and a half. It's crazy, though, because I'm so glad you admitted that you want to work. A lot of women don't want to admit that out loud and I don't understand why like it's okay to say you want to work yeah there's just this stigma that you shouldn't I can honestly say I could not be a stay-at-home oh mom. my gosh me neither no I, I couldn't this is my passion working yeah I mean there's passion there of course I would love to spend more time with my family but I am a happier person when I'm doing what I love. And I do feel like, you know, this is said a lot of like you're teaching your children that work ethic and that, you know, that that men that, you know, I I always tease my sister-in-law because, you know, her and I are the same way that like we're strong, independent women. Mm -hmm. And I want my daughter to see that, obviously. Yes. Um, And I and I want my son to see that as well. Um, You know, in our family, my husband works at the shelter in the mornings uh, until about 10 o'clock. And he comes home and he's with the kids the rest of the day. So we we have this different lifestyle of it's not, you know, dad goes to work all day and mom's home with the kids. It's kind of reversed in our life, except my husband also works. Um, so so there is a lot of juggling. And um, I just had this I just shared a post on my face. It was a TED talk about um, there is no such thing as work life balance and it's work life Jenga. And I felt much better reading that because that's exactly right. There's no balance. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what do you do? Because I know you said recently your youngest. Yes. Mama. I know. You. He keeps saying you, you, because he just wants me to be holding him constantly. And and, and I, I am more than I love doing that. Um, but I'm also a very distracted mom right now. And I feel terribly guilty about it um, because I have a lot of things going on in my mind and, and I feel not present with my kids when I'm there. And if I'm at the the building, you know, you feel not present with, uh, you know, your work entirely because you th- you're thinking about your kids and it's a struggle. And I don't know if anybody will ever figure that out. It's just doing the best that you can to, f- to figure it out. And the guilt, it's very easy to say, don't feel guilty, but so much guilt. You always feel guilt. Yeah. I mean, when you leave and they're like, don't go. Oh my God, yes. It just is the hardest thing yeah. because you try to explain. And I know I try to explain to my oldest, like, hey, I got to go to work. Why? Yeah. And I joke around and I say, well, because I got to make some money so that I can feed you <laughs> and buy you clothes right. and buy you stuff. And I mean, I know she doesn't get it. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing for me, my girls go to school mm-hmm. and when I leave them in the hands of other women. Yeah. And that's hard too. But what I try to tell myself a lot is they're learning so much more. 110%. Then they'll, there's no way. There's so much de- debate about TV and using it as a babysitter and things like that. And I will tell you, I'm th- I feel like the worst mom in the world this week because like, I, you know, I was gone for 12 hours yesterday and I was, I'm exhausted today. Mm-hmm. And I, we watched a movie on the couch this morning before I left and I was like, I don't, I probably shouldn't, we should be playing or doing something no, like you that. have to do it. But we you were snuggling. So, <laughs> and you being present, that's what right. they cared about. Not right. that they weren't learning about their colors. Right. <laughs> I always say that I, I say three days a week they're at school and those three days a week they're learning yep. and they're yep. getting fed <laughs> healthy food so i'm doing it right i mean what else can you do you know know what i mean you can't and another thing and i think i've maybe admitted this to maybe one or two other people and i don't know why i feel guilty about this either but when i'm at work sometimes well most of the times i love my girls with all of my being. I mean, anybody that knows me knows that, but I try not to think about them when I'm at work because it does make it hard. It makes me go, I want to be with them. So I, then you're with the, I I forget how old your uh, oldest is two and a half and then four months. Oh my God. God love you woman. Um, You went through it, but I know, (laughs) but so then it's, you know, I, but then you go home to them. I have to like, this is maybe be, be mean, but uh, thank God my five and a half year old is like, she's finally getting over the large emotions, but oh, the two and a half year old oh, and the emotions mm-hmm. you're, I'm sometimes you, I'm there for like two hours. And I'm like, are you saying oh you want to go back to work? Out of here. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I just like, it was so crazy. The, uh, these meltdowns, like I don't want blueberry muffins. <laughs> I want the chocolate chip. I'm like, Oh my god. Yesterday, gosh. I have to share this story with you. So <gasps> yesterday I had a, a meeting in the morning and thankfully, you know, I am be I can be very flexible. I can bring my kids with me if I need to. Um so I had a meeting at Bread Company yesterday morning with a few other directors. 
And I go there and my I bring the, I get them both out of bed. They are not used to getting up that early because usually we can be kind of lazy in the morning. Right. So I pull them both out of bed and I'm at bread company by 815, which again, very early. I uh, get the two and a half year old something I feel like he would like. And I get the five and a half year old a cinnamon roll because she loves cinnamon rolls. Five and a half year old doesn't want a cinnamon roll. Of course not. Uh, and she's fine with not eating. She's not th- she's coloring. Not not a big deal. The two and a half year old is angry that she gets the cinnamon roll. And I haven't even talked to the people that I'm meeting yet. I'm just trying to get these kids set up so that because dad's coming to pick them up in a little bit, whatever. So I say, you can have some of the cinnamon roll. I cut it in half. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the wrong thing to do. So we are screaming in the middle of bread company and these other people that one of them had children, thank God. But the other two people I was meeting have no children, so they don't don't understand. They don't get it. They don't get it. And I take the two year old in the bathroom who's screaming. (laughs) And then finally my husband shows up and he was like, am I leaving already? I was like, "Mm -hmm. get out. Get get out of here. Go right now. You know, and that's the thing, too, when you don't have kids, you don't get it. And then, I mean, I was that person. but Right. So was I. I mean, yes, it really is true with these toddlers. Well, and how old are you? I am 42. Yeah. And I'm 38. So we had our children later. later. <laughs> right. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I like to think that we're calmer and... um things don't bother us as much as say the 25 year old mom no way could i have (laughs) i give credit to anyone who had a baby in their 20s because i know no um but there's something interesting too with you and your industry the animal welfare industry i mean having kids and being in the animal welfare industry is kind of a new thing. And yeah, I never even really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, animal rescue, <clears throat> which, you know, where I'm trying to even kind of strike that word from my vocabulary because I don't want to see rescue as um, taking someone's pet that needs to relinquish them. I don't want to think that I'm rescuing that animal. I'm helping that person out with bringing that animal in. So, but animal rescue was such a, uh, you know, t- 10 years ago was uh, a middle-aged white woman who maybe didn't have kids, most likely didn't have kids, um, maybe married, maybe not, uh, and they loved animals, and they spent all their time with animals, which this industry can can, can suck the life out of you. And and you kind of, you, you do reduce your, your relationships with people because you're so focused on saving as many animals as you can mm-hmm. that you, you start to knock down those things. So um, it's never been an industry where there's families and there's, you know, you're married and have babies because there's no time for it. Uh, however... So five and a half years ago, we had our daughter and there was another woman who was running a cat organization here in town. And she reached out and she was like, can we just have coffee? Like, this is so hard having kids and trying to do this at the same time. She said, you're the only other person that I know that I can we can talk to about this and managing that. Like, how do you give the time to your children that you want and run an organization? And so her and I had coffee and. And it's been this really cool transition, though, like we're making it more accessible and more mainstream to have families that, you know, we're seeing more foster families with children and, you know, we're, we're placing them with dogs that that and the families want to show their kids this. We're helping out animals. We may not be able to bring a child into our family and foster a, a child, but we can foster an animal and show that our family, you know, values their life and and how to give back in the community. So um 
yeah, it's it's new and it's uh, really interesting. We have a little mom group on Facebook with our volunteers and fosters that work within our organization, um, and it's GPG moms. So, <laughs> you know, we well, can kind of talk about it. It's interesting, too, that you bring that up with the foster families and the kids, because one thing I know from my experience with any sort of animal organization, a big question a lot of people have when they went to go to adopt, are they good with kids? Yeah. So what a great way, though, Absolutely. to have these dogs Four years ago, when I, Ella was really one of the only kiddos that we had in our group. I remember she, this. We would take her up to the shelter and she'd be the kid tester. Yeah. <laughs> as like terrible as that sound, we, we, we had a good idea of the dog's behavior before that. But we just wanted to make sure that they weren't overly rambunctious or anything like that. So, um, but now there's so many. We even, one volunteer sent me when... Charlie was born a little onesie that said uh, littlest GPG volunteer. Mm -hmm. And we have sent that onesie to all of the volunteers that have had kids along the Uh, way and have gotten pictures with all of them. And it's so cute to see. It's changing. Yeah. And like we had an open house at our new building on Saturday and um, we have a, we bought a former school. So the school has a gym and there's a, one of our other staff members has a, a four-year-old. And so they bring their scooters and they have the basketballs and they just run around that place like crazy. And I love that. I feel like that is really cool for them to, you know, in 30 years, they're going to look back on their life and say, like, I grew up there. I grew up in right. that shelter. <laughs> right. It, it just talking to you and hearing you say out loud and you didn't hesitate when you told me, like, this is hard. Yeah. I want to work. Yeah. I have two passions that I'm trying to partake in and, and that, that you don't have the answers. That, yeah. We don't need answers. We just need to talk about it. And then the other the other thing that we like haven't even discussed are our husbands. Oh. And like I, I tell my husband, I just told him this week, like, I'm sorry, like you're at the bottom of the list. <laughs> you feel so terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know if you have read Rachel Hollis's first book, um, Girl, Wash Your Face, which no. a lot of these ideas for this podcast came from that. But she has a follow-up book, um, Girl, Stop Apologizing. And I'm in the midst of it. But she talks about y- your dreams and your goals yeah. and the difference between a dream and the difference between a goal. goal. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a lot of things to no. make your goal happen. But if it's what you truly love yeah. and it's what brings you happiness, then you don't see your husband for a few weekends and you make up for those times that you yeah. don't see each other. And it's absolutely true. You've got to figure it all out. Right. It's not an easy way to do it. Yeah. It's Jenga. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that make more sense? But what I think you and me and so many other moms that are working moms, what we can say is we don't love our children any less because we're Correct. working. Correct. It's tough. I, I feel so lucky that like I, I, I they get drug along to a lot of things and and I would love, you know, someday to see a lot of kids programming in our shelter. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And and more staff that have children. And maybe maybe we have that daycare option in our shelter as well that we can for staff members that need to ha- that need and want to have their kids close. I, yeah. you know, I've worked for, out of my house for 10 years. And so I, mom was always just in 
one room away. And I loved that. They could pop in and tell me their funny story. They could Mm -hmm. come in and have lunch with me. I can go have lunch with them. So the fact that I'm gone for out of the house for 12 hours is very hard on everyone. Yeah. So I mean, it's an adjustment for you all. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) And it was last week was really rough. I feel better this week, but one week at a time. And you know, you always say this as a parent, but like everything's a phase and it goes away. And, and I, you have to remind yourself that like just life is uh, there. It's a phase. It absolutely is. Well, thank you for sharing your story. You're going to be on this podcast lots because we have lots to talk about. I love this. You got this mama. I promise you got this. Thanks. (sighs) Need to hear that sometimes. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just keep it in your head. Maybe we should record each other. You got this. (laughs) You got this. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. 